brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Think you'd take the background out. <laughs> it does look weird, doesn't it? I look like I'm one of those like news people in Iraq who's had to blur out the background because it's so grim. It looks like you're sat in a sunny climate. It looks sunny. It's just the terrible lighting in this Victorian terrace I'm living. It looks terrible. <laughs> this is Apple. This is Apple webcam sphere. One sec. One sec. Let me turn a light on so you can see my pretty face. I know it's, I, can, I like your background because you know you get little toys in background and then you get a little dinosaur. You're just jealous. Of course I'm jealous because as soon as you get any sort of woman in there, they're going to be wiped from that shelf. You're essentially in a kid's bedroom and I bet you living room, isn't it? When you're as good looking as I am, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I left that silent on purpose then because I knew that I'd left. Well, mate, you know very well. serious. You know very well I've been married before, and I was very much under the thumb. Uh, no, this is per- this is perfect synergy. Why? What's going on? Well, I'll just message Dom and say me and I've had a bit of an argument. But did you did you argue much with Susie? Uh, only in the end. Oh, that's sad. That's uh, so sad. <laughs> but yeah, why? Why don't you don't normally? I'm surprised. No, actually. we don't. You don't normally yeah. row. What's going on? Well, he, he keeps going back to these... To Can't believe you're doing that fucking podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Spend some time with me. Um, it goes back to tea time. Once you're feeding you and you lost it. No, basically, she's fed up of me pimping her teas. Oh, is that so it? She- oh, my God. Get off. You're, the tea no, that you're making me is too I'm, fancy. Can I just say she was genuinely pissed off. Like, I don't like saying, like, it's time at month. I don't like saying oh, that. Oh, my. You know? Oh, it's good the Lord. Wor- one of the worst things you can say. But but it did cross my mind. Anyway, so basically she'll make, like, um, pork, and potatoes, and veg. Okay, boiled veg, right. or potatoes, and then pork you, in the oven. you pour tomato sauce all over it, call it a good one. No, I literally do a really good pimpy job. Do you remember Pimp My Ride? Who used to host that at Rapper? And used to bring a banged up old car in. Nice car. Not wrong with the car. Not wrong with the meal. But then they take it to the next level. So what I've done is, and this was the straw that broke the camel's back, I've come in, I've chopped up the pork. This is so pathetic. Anyhow, <laughs> but, yeah. I fried it in a th- in the frying pan. After she'd like, cooked it, you put it back in yeah. a pan? Oh, all right, that is bad. What a knob. <laughs> 
I've refried it with oregano, olive oil to make like a giros. And then I've got a wrap out and I've made a giros wrap. So kids look at me, they've had boiled veg, boiled potato and dry pork chop. Hang on a minute, is it not giros? Whatever it is, giros, giros, whatever you say. Well, no, I'm asking so you the, because I ordered, I went to a Greek, actually, I went um, to a Greek place in Leeds last night and I ordered it and I, I, thought, I, I thought, I've got a Greek mate. Giros, please. And now you're telling me it might be wrong. <laughs> That's your, your, it's actually Yirush, Yirush, from the back of the foot, Yirush. Yirush, I'm not good, I'm not I hate it, I hate it, you go to the one in Halifax and they go, can I get a gyros? And for God's sake, it's not gyros, is it? Job centres around corner. <laughs> 80s, 80s joke for you. Anyway, so I pimped it into a Yirus, and the boys were looking at me, what are you eating? I said, I'm just having tea, I've just changed it. And she went, that's it, you're cooking tea. All next week. Or was it an actual, like, she was upset? Big. I mean, oh, yeah, rightfully right. rightfully so. That is a... We don't really we don't really argue. We have skirmishes now and again. I like to call skirmishes? them skirmishes. <laughs> you win the, what's it called? That uh, The land, what, what are they called? The, the army that's not really the army. T.A.s. Yeah. That's a skirmish. I'm a bit of a skirmish. My mum and dad call them skirmishes. It's not really an argument. You're not calling each other knobs or all that. You just have a bit of a skirmish. I remember the, our first ever argument was over a dishcloth. And I, I'm i one for hanging a dishcloth over the tap to let it drip drip dry. And Abby hates that. Like It's like the worst nightmare. So she'd come in, what the hell's that that dishcloth coming there, whips it off the tap. And that, that was our first. And I'm like, oh my God. But then, but then I go away for the weekend golfing. She just don't, don't give a toss. <laughs> but when you get back, does she row you? Does she remember? No, no, no. What, for the dishcloth? So it reminds me of that Frank Skinner ad, uh, joke where he's talking about rowing how him and his girlfriend used to have vicious rows and one time they were having a, a big row because a load of milk had been spilt in the back of the car anyway they were having a huge row they were going to a friend's party that night so they're having right. this big row they're blazing at him and she's saying you twat you did this you did that and they're you know toing and froing and then the door opens to the party and it's all hello hi how's it going and they're having a really nice time at the party they're sitting next to each other so in love looking at each other and all of that and in his head he's thinking i think i've got away with this i think the row <laughs> is over and then i remember I, this they were leaving and as soon as the door for the party slammed around and another fucking thing you bastard <laughs> it, it's, it's weird it's one so, of the best we, i think it's one of the best stand-up <laughs> jokes i've ever heard it's so good it, you know why because it's true isn't it it's true it's yeah. true some some women will not argue in public. They'll put a brave face in it, and as soon as you get behind the closed doors, you absolute knob. Well, I think we may not be. We don't argue that much, and I think if we did have an argument, something like that, which is just walking and go, he spilt milk or whatever. He's, he's been like this. He's been like that, and, and should we get it out of the open because it'd just be awkward. I think. I think yeah, but it, so she said you've got to make tea all week. She said right, that's it now. You're making teas. I said that's fine. I'll do teas. I will. And I thought I'm just gonna absolutely nail them because I like if she makes if she makes pasta I'll put crisps and cheese in it. I can't. She said she said you can't just accept my tea as it is. Yeah, it is like you're saying it's not good enough. No, but it is good enough, and I do appreciate it. I'm, I just like cooking. Clearly, I you like don't. To, I like tinker. So do you know what my meals have been this week? What Chinese? <laughs> what takeaway? Just bought lots of takeaway. Crisp sandwiches. <laughs> They've been loving it. Chinese pasta and chips. <laughs> And beans. That's an air fryer special. Homemade burgers, spag ball, and then we went on holiday. That it was like. It was I thought you looked like you were putting a bit of weight on. So I've like the lads are like, oh my god, can you cook every week? 
And I've just gone, yeah, of course I can, yeah, Chinese. Has Abby been eating it? Yeah, she's been loving it. But she does cook healthier. And the thing is, Abby, and this is no disrespect, she's a good home cook. Okay? Do you know what I'm saying? Home cook. Lasagna. Well, you know, but the, that, I'm very, very worried about. Whereas this I'll is, make this, this I'll make, I'll make the crispy chili beef. I'll make chicken parmos. I'll spice it up a bit. I just love my spices. You'll make the home takeaways. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> as she did in Mexican once, and she put it in slow cooker, and she left, and I'm like, I just, it's not gonna have enough spice roll in there. So I just ladened it with like chili flakes and all sorts, and I didn't say it. And they're eating it, and Nico's little head were popping off. You're like. Mum, you made this spicy, and she knew that I'd pimped it, and she wasn't happy with that either. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think you've come across very well there, but that's fine, that's fine. Do you know what I did tonight? And she'll hear this on the podcast, because she listens, but it'll be in a week's time, so I might have got I a think bit. Abby is a wonderful host. She's one of the she best is. hosts. I can't she believe is. that you... I mean, to be fair, you did do all the cooking that I saw at Greek Easter. Thank you. Yeah, but I like well, the big occasions. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I, I say, like to take I the say all the cooking... <laughs> I did a couple of flatbreads. You burn a couple of flatbreads. You might you might remember from last week's podcast that I declared my well, what I thought was a potential romance. Turns out I was as deluded as we thought mark. we were being pied. <laughs> she did put a so we we put the, we, the the funny clip went out didn't it on social media and she did do a little comment underneath it. So then I thought might be in here. Doors open. She's commented. Sent her a little message saying, I'm really sorry. I know it's really embarrassing. Is she not that. busy? I said, Is she in FA Cup final? There's a bit of comedic effect, blah, blah, blah. I've been left on red. Unread? No, I've been left on red. That's worse. What does that mean? She's read it. Oh, right. I thought you meant anyway, something of Anyway, it was red. just a bit of banter. It wasn't real. Obviously, I'm an old man. Anyway, I'm in love with my dentist now because she said, we all listen to you on Parent in Hell. I said, what? What? I said, oh, I wasn't on it, was I? They went, oh, no, but... He told that story about it, didn't you? And I recognised the picture they posted about you on Instagram. What's your dentist like? Yeah. Single? I don't know. I don't know. what What's the boundary? Can I follow my dentist on Instagram? <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast, though, does she? I don't know. Maybe now. She won't do. Does she do Invisalign? <laughs> I want you to go out with her so you can get composite bonding. Or you can get Invisalign and I get composite bonding. Yeah, Please I need Invisalign. Don't. Please sleep with her. Tom, that is disgusting. Come on, mate. Grow up. So what else has been going on in your week, Tom? Went to Haven. You've been to Haven, Dom. Have you been to Cleethorpes? I've never been to Cleethorpes. I've been to Haven. I think Scarborough, is that Haven? Yeah, they're they're all over the coast. I I stayed in a static caravan in Scarborough once, and it had an entertainment centre that was absolutely... It was like I'd woken up in 1985. This, This is essentially it. However... They're coming slightly into the 21st century because they have Burger Kings on these places now, KFCs, whatever. That's unreal. And, and they deliver it to your static caravan, so you, you're going to get even more fatter. So what, were you um, do spending Coronation Weekend in a caravan? Yeah, we went to Cleethorpes. How very British. With some friends, and it would just... I, I don't know how to say this without offending anybody, but I, I, it's the right level of chav, roughness for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I could walk up to that whole... Do you know on the night when the turn's on, they were turn on, don't they? I could walk in there with, like, piss-stained joggers, a string vest, some flip-flops, socks on, and, you know, looking like an absolute... You know, like, hanging out my ass, and you... No one bats an eyelid. And you're saying that's the level you want to be at? Yes, now and again. It's brilliant. Because you don't have to, like, feel like you're making an effort. 
You can literally just wear the same thing for four days. Nobody's bothered. And you sit there watching a turn. I do get a kick out of walking to the shop in my Adidas trackies. Yeah. Comfort. Everyone's got the same idea. So these these people in socks and sliders are a big thing. And these like women literally in pyjamas watching Megan Trainer impersonator on stage, loving life. And it, yeah, it, now and again, it's quite, it, it really level, it's a leveler, in it? Brings you back down to earth. Like we claim we're working class lads. We're not, are we? we're not, are we really? We're not. We, 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 I think we say it when we, it depends what environment we are. We're like, uh, we're like Scarlet Pimpernel, depends on the environment. Exactly. We can be whatever, we can be whatever people we blend want. in. So when you go to a haven. We can't do that, can we? we? No, we can't. It's too, too much. When the clear thoughts are blending right in. I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. I can just, I can tell my kids to get over here. You can shout, you scream, you can just You went full, on. full Bradford. Full Bradford. However, if it were the other way around, and like you say, we were full, a lot of toffs, really posh people. I'm on about high level. And you, if I, I turned up in joggers and a t-shirt, they're going to be like, oh my God, what's he wearing? Do you know what I'm saying? So like, you, you, felt, you felt like you were level. just in a perfectly relaxed, non-judgmental environment. You're judgmental, so you know what people will be judging you on in different environments. Yes, exactly. I'm aware of being judged. Very self-aware. Judge. Me, mate, me too. There were a couple, there were a couple walking to Cleethorpe's Beach, and we'll get onto the Cleethorpe's Beach in a minute because it's the weirdest thing. With a, she, had a, she had a litre bottle of Budweiser, and it was 9am, 9.30 maybe. She had their two kids. They the, the, the both were hammered, the parents. Two young kids. I was like, they're wearing social services. He kicked a dog. A dog what? rang by. A dog rang towards him like it was going to just friendly dog, and it booted it. It booted the dog, and the owner were like, hey. And he took one look at the guy with the board, and he were like, hey, I'm not going to start a fight with you. Well, you, hate, you hate dogs, don't you? I bet you went over and gave it another kick. Give him an high five, and at the beach at Cleethorpe, there's um, there's no sea. What? It's just, it's just it's just like a park, but on the coast, it's weird. So is it, is Cleethorpe's not a coastal town. It is, but it's an estuary. It's a massive estuary, so your chance of getting there and actually being able to bathe in the sea is like you get like a, I think you get like a twenty minute window because it goes in. Comes, goes in and out so fast. So we got there, like, where's the frigging sea? It's just Well, mate, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope the fucking tourist board for Cleethorpe's are listening. Because <laughs> it's not good. But, but, no, but there's abandoned theme park, which we love abandoned places, which are really good. And there was a, the, a little train line which took you into Cleethorpe's and the world's smallest pub, lovely fish and chips. The Cleethorpe's itself was actually quite nice, but it's just not a, it's not a beach you're going to swim. It's weird. You need to go. You just take Teddy. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd's from Cleethorpe, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Future guest, Lloyd Griffith. Yeah, future guest. You know, Greensy Town is in Cleethorpe's. Like, it's not really what, in the Greensby. stadium? The stadium, yeah. It's right on course, but yeah, maybe we... He won't, he won't, he won't listen to this, will he? Never mind. Apologies to anyone listening from Cleethorpe. Apologies to, to anyone from Cleethorpe. But I had a great holiday. Really, really good. Switched off. And then, um, yeah, I just got a bit, I, just, I got a bit sad. I got a bit sad on uh, Monday night. Why? A little bit. I don't know. I had a bit of a moment at, th- at like, in middle at night about the kids. What? Did, what? Like, so, so, so Theo's, um, I actually feel a bit emotional, weirdly enough, talking about it. Um, Theo's like 11 now, isn't he? And you, you might yeah. be able to empathize with this. And we went with a load of young'uns. Like, load of, all the other kids, and the oldest were like six, five or six. And then it's Theo and Nico are 11 and eight. And it was just really sad, like, he couldn't, he didn't find a place to fit, 
Do you know what I'm saying? So all the kids were off playing, on doing whatever, like playing, I don't know, just kid games. And he would join in now and again, but he felt, I think he felt a bit embarrassed. And then he kept coming back to us and he'd sit with us and have a drink and I'd chat with him about stuff. He's just a... He's just at an awkward age because he's really intelligent and Theo is, I mean, I'm not a therapist yet. I'm talking like I'm an expert, but I, I, can, I feel like I was a bit like Theo. Maybe that's why I can empathise with him a bit. But he still wants to be able to play. But when he does, he just doesn't have that same imagination that he might have had about a few years ago. But he's really emotionally intelligent and he? he's really aware. He's really yeah. clever. His interests have always been those of... I don't know, a 75-year-old man. <laughs> exactly. It's just the awkward age of growing up. He's going into high school next year. Oh, I don't, yeah. This is, this is all, this all comes into one big issue for me. So, it, it, Theo, by the way, Theo won't bother. Theo were happy playing with him. And you could tell now and again, he'd just come away a bit. He'd play on his scooter. He's really good with the kids. So is Nico. And I think it's more of a me issue. Like, so, like, uh, Sunday, uh, Monday night, we got back, could not sleep at all. Like, I was like... What, thinking about this? Thinking about this and Theo... I cannot, I cannot accept Theo going to high school. I cannot get over it. I can't, I can't. I'm really struggling. Like to a point where I was like, I was like nearly crying at three in the morning. I was, I felt so emotional about it because it was like I've, it, it felt like I'm, I'm, I've lost him a bit. Does that make sense? Perfect sense, mate. I, me and Teddy have been watching a lot of old family videos where Teddy's little, and I feel like it's a different boy. I, I, yeah. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, I miss him. I miss him so much and he's sitting next to me. <laughs> same yeah. Day, but he's older. And it's not... It's horrible, isn't it? It's not that, you know, Teddy and I are um, probably much closer now than we were then, but it's just when they're so little, it's hard. Them growing up is in, is something your parents don't warn you about when you have kids. They never tell you how hard it is. And I don't think people talk about it. Like, my friends got kids who go to high school and like, oh, I was going to high school. They don't say, oh my God, yeah, I didn't sleep for a week and I'm crying, crying my eyes every night. Maybe some... What mums do, but I don't think dads. Dads like, oh, he's going to high school. Yeah. Well, I feel a bit weird. I I always thought I was weird. I was so emotionally attached to him, and I was finding it so difficult that he's grown up. But I have heard on other podcasts people talking about it. Have you saying how difficult it is when when they when they grow up? Because and also I, they become their own person. They don't just want to be. Although this hasn't happened to Teddy yet. I mean, Teddy does just want to be me, but small. Yeah, they do just start turning into their own people. They get their own interests. I hate it. Do you remember, though, like when they were younger, Dom, and like butter would melt in the mouth, and everything was so innocent, and he's going to get a phone in summer, and like if that's I'm like going to hand it over, going goodbye. You know, am I going to see you again? <laughs> you know, like you know, you're going to be engrossed in this phone now. He's not on social media, but he's going to have a phone. He needs a phone. So like that's another big step for me, and I almost like don't want to be a part of it. I'm like, I'd be giving the phone. You take him to high school. I'm going to pretend he's still little Theo, but I'm, I'm holding him back. At, I'm holding him back, and he's going to look at me, and he's going you to resent him back, me. Yeah. He's going to resent me for not like moving on with him. But th- th- I mean, that's true. I, I do think you're holding him back with the phone thing. I don't think it'll be long into high school before he's got social media of some sort. I mean, I was listening to Eddie Hearn being interviewed, and he even he'd had to cave in eventually to his daughters once they were in high school and let him have social media. But it is it's it's tough because peer pressure comes in in high school. So then they want yeah. they want stuff that other kids have. High school, I think, is the worst idea ever. I feel lucky that I had primary, middle, middle and high. Middle. Go back to middle school. I say, do it. Do the go back yeah, to the three. Because now system. you're innocent, and Theo is a very innocent, naive boy. Yeah. The is. first day of high school, he's going to see snogging, smoking, drugs, uh, people fighting. It's it, yeah. it's. 
It's too it's much. scary, isn't it? Whereas middle school, at least, was a gentle introduction. It's like wanting to try drugs and going straight into heroin. Do you know what I mean? Mm, fancy a little dabble. Bit of weed? No, just shove it in me. It's like, it's one extreme to the other. You know, Although, I try, that said... I want to try a bike ride. Tour de France. <laughs> I've heard Tour de France is a good one. That said, mate, when I was in middle school, I do remember, like, I was, I'll have been in year five, probably. Yeah, year five or six. And I remember year eight girls trying to snog me. <laughs> oh, that is not true. It is. Back seat of the bus. It was the, it was the bus from... To, Hang on. From Shipley to school in Bailden. So you were a year younger than what Theo is now. You were 10. Yeah, they were in year eight and they were, I didn't know it at the time, but they were obviously uh, promiscuous girls. <laughs> and I can remember they were snogging at the back of the bus, like boys in year year. And we had, there was a friend of mine who knew them and he was talking to them and then they snogged him. And then they were like, do you want to snog then? Do you want to kiss? Do you want to learn how to What did kiss? you do? Do you want to learn how Cried? Yeah. I did a little yeah. cry and, and went to the front of the bus. I cried. It whips in the middle. Someone asked me for a kiss. Oh, no, no. One of the lads went, you need to kiss her. You need to kiss Stephanie. What was she called? What her name is. You need to kiss Stephanie. I went, does she want me to kiss her? No, you just need to. She does, but you need to. So I just cried and ran off. Yeah, I'm, mate. My, the school bus, the school bus is like a hotbed of like, it's pressure. It's like school, the pressures of school, but you're condensed into a tin can and you're forced to mix with the older kids. You can't escape. Like, I can remember once on the way to school, getting really badly travel sick and thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be sick. And I just was sick, but I put my hand over my mouth and just let it dribble onto the floor because I was embarrassed. I, I thought if I'm sick and they see it. Yeah. Can you imagine? Another time I was on the bus and I'd not made the popularity stakes yet. I'd not made it to the back of the bus just yet. And I was just minding my in my own thoughts. You know, there was no phone to look at or anything like that. I was just the way with the fairies. And I was I was I was whistling the theme to Dad's Army and someone heard me and an older boy heard me and ripped me. Beat you up. Are you whistling Dad's Army? Bang. <laughs> and I can remember seeing lads doing uh, what I now know is the wanker sign out of the window and being like, what's that? What are they doing? Yeah, when when did you discover? I reckon I were late to this the wanker sign. I oh, reckon I was there's loads 14. of stuff like that in middle school. There's the wanker sign. There's I wonder the... what they were doing. Like, what's he doing? Yeah. There's the do What's you spit that? or do you spit or swallow? There's that. There's there's there's, yeah. there's those weird things. Uh, yeah, I was massively late night. Am I going to have to like, sit down with Theo and prep him? Right, Theo. That's wanker. That is dickhead. That's, yeah. That's I think I think that that's that might be what you've got to do. Knobhead, dickhead, uh, wanker. You're going to see a lot of things. Shall we do it? We should do like a little class with the kids. Right, kids. We've got oh a few things God. to teach you. But they've got they to were, find these things out by themselves. Kids are incredibly yeah. resilient. You've got to remember that. They have. They, 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 there were the Tampax on one of this film watching with kids. And, oh, it's Seeing Red. Have you seen the film Seeing Red? No. You've got to watch this film. It's a girl who turns into a red panda. Oh, right. I thought it was a film about periods. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. What? So it's an animation by Disney. And the underlying tone is when she turns into a red panda, it means she's on a period. So she's really moody and angry with all of her friends. Well, that's and actually then, quite, that's quite a good idea. I remember girls being really self-conscious and scared about that at school. Oh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a brilliant idea. Like to, so like in, in a way of like translating it to kids to understand it. But then Nico is watching it, not really understand why she's an angry red panda. There's no like backstory to it for Nico. Yeah. They put this like Chinese spin in it like she's a, 
mythical summer of I don't know. And um, so her mum waves a tampax up outside the school window, and she gets really embarrassed. And Nico's laughing, and I'm, oh, what are you laughing? And Nico, oh, good, she must be weaning her pants. <laughs> Well, that's sweet, isn't it? That's just that's it just is. the innocence of you. I've got Nico to fall back on. Thank just God. think about films when you were a kid. That all the references that yeah, you, you just, didn't get. No, yeah, over your head, and you just don't say out, do you? You think I'm just gonna not say out there, or it just don't even clock. Like the Simpsons is full of adult jokes that don't even that didn't even clock to me when I was like an early teenager. A hundred percent, Theo gets most of them because he goes to a school in Wyke at the end of the day. Bloody hell! I think three of them have got kids in his class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and but like you know, that's I, I, no matter how much he, he's good, he's going to be a m- massive few months for me. <laughs> he's doing stats this week. He's just he's not bothered about it. He's fine. You can't you like, can't project it onto your kid though. But I do just, just go to bed crying at night every every night. It's good to ask. Mate, right, it's dad, horrible. Yeah, fine. It is yeah, horrible. Fine. Imagine imagine going through that and having just had a divorce. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was weirdly going to say that because Teddy. That's what I was going to ask him about because I was Teddy now. 13? 13, yeah. Nearly 14. So there's two years 14, difference. September. So he was 11? Was he 11 when? No, before that. 2018, so he'll have been nine. Wow. Yeah. Blooming heck. So yeah, you you're, you're, <laughs> you had a lot going on, didn't you? A lot going on. Yeah, and then he went to... But it was, like I said, they're really resilient. He did, he did better than me. I was a bloody mess. He did way better than me. Yeah. What? How, how, how do you feel about this next transition of his life then? Like the next, you know, he's... Is is a teenager, but the thing think with Teddy things is are, things are starting to get difficult. Yeah, well, there's obviously the the you know he's very body conscious now yeah. because he's he put on a he's put on a bit of weight over the last few years, and it's been pointed out as we've mentioned in the previous podcast. And social circles start to become a massive thing. Oh God, bloody hell! As well, and and Teddy's going through that at the minute, and he's not at the school with his closest friends. So I've taken him. I've taken him out of the bad, the toxic environment of football. Done. And, and he's good football though. He's yeah, good football. Irrelevant. If it's not, if the if you're not surrounded by good, I say good people. I mean, it's it's just in certain individuals that have made it uncomfortable for him. So take him out of that environment. Done. Move to the other environment. Feels better about himself. So I'm trying to do that with school now. But the school moving process is a right stressful thing, and schools are full, and you've got filling applications and and all of that jazz. But. It's fine. Is there anything you like you miss doing with him, like that like you wish you could go back in time and do that thing again that you would would never do? Yeah, you know like I mean? the the activities at places are more geared for kids. You know, the the clip and climb places, and I don't know, like it just Legoland and stuff like that. It's all for yeah. kids in it. I miss doing it that. Is. Yeah, those things, and I miss it, it being able to pick him up and cuddle him or carry yeah. him on my shoulders and. And shoulders like is that. a big one, isn't it? You, like, you, you love them. I tried knee on my shoulders the day and they broke my back. And, I miss being like, called daddy. Yeah. I don't like the transition to dad. I don't. It happens overnight, doesn't it, as well? It's like yeah. they wake up, you're right, dad. Fucking yeah, but like, I, 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 I corrected him at first when he first started calling me dad. I, went, I did. Daddy. Oh, yeah. Who's who's that? What are you talking about? You mean daddy? And like, do they do, will they do Lego with you now? <laughs> um, yeah. What are, you, uh, what are you laughing at? I've met. I like the. I think Lego's very meditative. It's good therapy. Is Lego? But will they play? Will they play Lego? No, he wants to do it by himself. No, I don't. We don't play. We build serious models. <laughs> um, but no, playing Teddy's Teddy, as you know, has never been one for like no, action figures playing. and playing. But no, nothing like that. We've been. So we, thi- we we go on for, we go for a kick around. I mean, my knees are absolutely fecked, But we we went. Oh yeah, that. But well, that'll carry on. We we're playing loads of football. But that's the stuff you dream about as a dad, and obviously. And this is something we share as well. Bradford City is massive. 
Oh yeah, he's 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 right into that moment here, Teddy. He's absolutely obsessed, and and you you are really good with him. You you do you blooming stalking tr- players at training ground? Every, oh man, he begs me to go. He's like, can we go back to training? I went down, so we went down to training because he needed to fill his autograph, but there were a few missing. So I was like, oh come on, we'll go down to training because I know I would have loved it if my dad had gone down, taken me down to training. Yeah, we went down. Then we and then I took him to the Player of the Year awards, and he was getting me to go and introduce him to players and stuff like that. Fine, I'm making it. He absolutely loves it. Yeah. Then he's like, what are we going to do today, Dad? Because it was uh, was it a bank holiday? Yeah, yeah no, Bradford were playing on the Monday, weren't they? So we had a Sunday, no football. And um, I said, well, Bradford are probably training today. He went, can we go? Can we go? I was like, damn, I shouldn't have said anything. So then I had to take him back down. And the pl- had been so often that the players were like, you all right? How's it going? You're back again. <laughs> they were oh, sending security down. And I kept those, st- say- those stalkers are back. <laughs> I kept having to say, oh, it's him. He's begged me. I knew I might have denied his happiness. I kept having to put it on him. <laughs> but oh, I did speak to so Colin funny. Doyle. He's going to come on the podcast. Bradford City former, uh, well, he's current Bradford City goalkeeper, but he's goalie coach, former Republic of Ireland international. He's played against Ronaldo. I think he's played, he played against Mbappe. It's so random, that, isn't it? Bought, we bought him for a pound, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So club. we'll talk about, let's not talk about it on this podcast. Let's talk about it on the no. next one. Do you know the next transition for Teddy then? So he's into Bradford City. When do you think, how many years do you think he's got of that and of, of doing it with you before he wants to go off his mates and bin you off? I don't think he'll be like that. No, I think he'll want, always want to do it with me. That's good. Unless like, there's an away game and I don't fancy it. Yeah, if you break down like the segments of a child's life, you don't get that long with him, do you? Like, like, it, you know, goes, like it goes too quickly. If, you, if like, you're listening to this and you've got a yeah. young child, you know, under five... One to five, fucking relish it, milk it, yeah. film everything, take pictures of everything. I mean, Tom can tell you about that. The, Tom's biggest regret in life is that he's only started using a camera phone over the last year. <laughs> no, yeah, but like I, I, I went. My one of my main priorities when at that age is I, I try to work as little as possible. Like um, it was, it, and and that was because someone once told me, random uncle told me, he says. You know, you you can work all your life and earn loads of money, but one thing you can't work for is time. You know, and time is such a precious thing and you can't buy time, you can't pay for time and it's not infinite. So use your time wisely when they are young. And and even now, you know, I try to work as little as possible, even though it's bloody stressful. But like, and, and I thought Dom's right. If you got a fat, and I honestly think between three and eight, that's five years of glorious childhood. Between between the other three, they don't know what they're doing, and the toddlers, and they're annoying a lot of times. And they're like the mum more than the dad normally. Then <laughs> they do, they do, they do. Unless you're Neil's son, and he loves his dad. And so you've got five years, and like if you really boil that down, that's five Christmases and five magical birthdays. Because when they start to get eight, nine, ten phones, you know, TikTok, at YouTube, oh, you God. do lose them eventually. I was thinking about that the other day, though. Like you think Can't about, about our, our ages. We're 30, I'm 36, you're 30 what, eight? Yes, I am. So that's 38 Christmases, 38 Christmases. It's 20 Christmases since I left school. <laughs> 20 Christmases. I've had 20 <laughs> Christmases since I left school. <laughs> that is quite mental, really, isn't it? It's insane. I hate it. I actually it's, hate it's, it. It's what, 15 Christmases since I was 21. What? <laughs> <laughs> I and Abbott, when we got to the age where... We'd been seeing each other going out, slash married, longer than we'd been alive before we saw each other. That was a big, oh. That's mental. Oh. The, big, the, big, the big thing for me, because mine's a bit skewed, because my wife was eight years older than me, so it's a little bit skewed. 
But I realised how old I was when we were talking about that Man City girlie last week. And I realised I'm, I'm, I'm too old. I'm, I'm so old that the possibility of dating someone who's 23 is borderline inappropriate. How old am I that that's inappropriate? I mean... 23. It's only inappropriate if you're like mithering her. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I think if she, she might like older men. We just don't know. My gripe, my gripe is you literally said in this podcast, you, you wouldn't go below a certain age. And it just because she someone give you the eye in a press in a in a executive box, you've panicked, haven't you? You've panicked. Let's be honest, it was a bit tongue in cheek. For starters, she is a professional athlete. She is way out of my league. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think that's a thing. I, I, th- I, I Mate, think I look like a fucking blamange without my t-shirt on. <laughs> it is definitely a thing. She, she might is... like a blamange. I think I was doing her a disservice. She she might like a bit of rough. She might like a, she might not want to want to date another professional athlete. She might like anybody. I don't think that that's no, the I'm measure not saying, of a man. I'm not saying she's shallow. I'm just saying she could do better than me. She deserves better than me. Why? Are you... <laughs> I was like, this is a thing. It made for a good TikTok, though, didn't it? It did make for a good it TikTok. Did, it did do quite well, didn't it? We're still, yeah, well, uh, we're still struggling along with TikTok. We're, still... <laughs> we're getting there. We're old. <laughs> we are old. Anyway, coming up this weekend, we've got a, a very, very nervy weekend. Bradford City are playing in the playoffs. If, oh. you're not, if you listen to this and you're not familiar with football, Bradford, Come on. Bradford City uh, finished in the playoff area of the league table, is how I can simplify it. Are we going to talk about Bradford City for 10 minutes? Four teams get into there. Bradford City have drawn to play against Carlisle. Carlisle are a bit of a bogey team for Bradford City. So on Sunday, Bradford City are playing them. It's stressful. To add to that stress, Tom and I got kicked out of our usual seats that we're so comfortable with now. Oh, no. What a... and Can we talk a... about the palaver of the ticketing at Bradford City? Uh, it, no, it's fine. Let's not let's not dwell. I want to because... talk... No, I'm going to talk about it. It's not a big people deal, is it? It is a big deal. It's, it's funny. It's really funny what the what happened, and I'm not blaming anybody, Dom. Don't worry, I'm not blaming people. But basically, Carlisle released the tickets, so I think Bradford City panicked a bit and thought, "Shit, we need to release our tickets." So they released the tickets online, and when people logged in, all the your usual seat for your season ticket was greyed out. So the people thought, "Oh my god." They can't book those tickets they've already sold. So they booked other tickets. And this happened to a lot of people. And then they put on Twitter, they'd say, oh, by the way, you can actually book those grey seats. If you clicked on them, they were clickable. <laughs> if you could have, you could actually book them. The grey seats were clickable. Really sorry. And everyone was like, I've booked my... I'm up sitting somewhere else. I want to change it. And everyone was just kicking off. So they went, we've done a button. Now we've done a button. So they put a button which said, secure your seat. Mate, now, this is all a bit niche for people who aren't Bradford City fans. I'm afraid. You no, need to far too much I, detail. I think it's really interesting because they said, secure your seat. Now that could mean secure your season ticket seat or secure any seat, couldn't it? So again, quite obscure. People clicking on that, still seeing the grey seats. And in the end, they sold, as someone told me a random stat, I don't know where they heard it. They sold 3,000 tickets on that night to people who tried to book their seat back to book somewhere else so three over three thousand fans about to change back the seat anyway what about the actual game itself not the ticketing crisis you know what it is i know what it is you're too scared you're worried about upsetting someone at the club even though i mentioned no names i'm not i tweeted i tweeted for for f's sake i've already booked my tickets in the tl dallas stand a stand that was built in 1989 or something (laughs) <laughs> Didn't I? I booked the tickets, Tom. Did I yeah, book them? Like the, did I go through like, the... Did I? Did. Was, was I the one that went through the stress 
of booking the tickets. <laughs> yes, Dominic. Thank you very much, Dominic. See, that's that's your comeback to that story. You should say, why are you so passionate and angry about that, Tom? You didn't even book the sodding tickets. I booked the tickets. That's what you should have said. Yeah, but I, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. People were kicking off all over Twitter and I was like, well, you know what? I've got a ticket. I get to try out a stand that I've not sat in since I was about 11 Yo, years old. We're all right. You would have been annoyed. If if we couldn't have booked our ticket and we, you'd have booked up in the gods at the cop, we had to bloody change them. It'd be the right rigmarole. Yeah, but anyway. But we're fine. We're fine. We go into the game. It's massive. It's on Sunday. Bradford versus Carlisle. For some reason, probably because of money being exchanged hands by television companies, it's on at 7.45 p.m. on a Sunday. My child seven. has school the next day. Is it? Is it Se- seven? Seven. Whatever. It's going to throw me off. My body clock's going to be all skew because normally I'm at football on a Saturday. Why am I here on a Sunday night? <laughs> it does mean, though, Tom, that we could probably make a day of it, get a few bevies in. You know what? As I've got older, I've loved a, a Sunday session is my preferable Do you know what we should do? We should now. go to that, that Chinese uh, noodle place on North Parade, get a mixed uh, oh, salt yeah. and pepper box. <laughs> I just want to say a massive congratulations to an old school friend of mine, Mark Jarvis, him and his girlfriend. I think they're engaged. I should know that. Why don't I? Anyway, Mark Jarvis, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. She's beautiful. Congratulations. I hope you enjoy your paternity leave and I hope you enjoy being a father. You'll be a brilliant dad, mate. Cherish her, Mark. She's going to grow up. Tom, there's a picture of baby. Look. Yeah, that got, is just a baby. Got a coronation baby grow on there. You could have just Googled that image of a baby. I'm going to be honest. Jav's a very quiet lad, and I've only just, as we're recording this podcast, found out that he's had the baby. And the... T- <laughs> The, the, the post that he's put on Instagram says, two weeks of paternity leave comes to an end. What? <laughs> Good mate, Edom. <laughs> uh, does he listen to the podcast? Uh, I couldn't answer that. I don't know. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.